Club V is Cavan's best over 21's entertainment venue. With state-of-the-art lighting and sound system, VIP room with bar, as well as a cocktail bar, outdoor heated and fully seated smoking area, so you can sit, relax and take time to catch up with friends. Club V opens every Saturday night and holiday Sunday at 11pm. To find out more about Club V and our upcoming events, follow us on Twitter or become a fan on Facebook. Club V Virginia at the Riverfront Hotel. Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Calvin podcast. Because Calvin's not just a place, it's a people. Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donoghue, delighted to be joined in studio this week by the sports editor of the anglo Celt, Paul Fitzpatrick and former Cavan stalwart and Castle Rahan man Ronan Flanagan. Ronan, thanks very much for coming in, great to, great to see you out and about. You You must be mad busy these days, you being a teacher and all. Oh, flat out, flat out. <laughs> <laughs> just off the sunbed, he's just telling us off there. <laughs> Off the golf course. How, how are you missing uh, county football? Are you enjoying the break away from it? Is it a break or is it more than a break? Uh, I suppose you, you have your, your your life kind of to, to do what you want. Um, your life is dictated around football when, when you're playing football. Even if let's say you're going out, I would still obviously always go out when I was playing county football. But you're always thinking at the, at the back of your mind, I have training tomorrow night or I have a game Sunday or I. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always in the back you, of your mind. You have to plan those three, four days ahead all the time. Yeah, yeah. He, he, like, I would be a person who, who wouldn't stop doing things. Some people wouldn't go go anywhere. They would just kind of stay at home. But even at that, you still have in the back of your mind. I have to drink my wine, my water. I have to go to bed at twelve, one o'clock, and I have to make sure I'm ready to go. Or else, someone's going to hit my place. Yeah, and are you enjoying the reverse of it? Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely am. Yeah, it's, the wine's good. Better than my no, wine. <laughs> definitely wouldn't be drinking wine. No, it's never, yeah, never, it's never it, been in your nature to no, drink it. It's, it's definitely but, a more relaxed approach um, to, to suppose your, your life. It's, it's, it's a nice, yeah. And are the parts that you miss when you see the Cavan team going out on Clonus on Sunday? Will there be party? You kind of thinking, yeah, I miss ah, yeah. that. Yeah, I definitely miss the the games. The games are the hard part, and I actually miss the, the training, which is funny. Like I, <coughs> you, I really enjoyed the the hard training and the the, the conditioning you get into. Um, it's just it's the other part of it's actually outside of the the training and the games is the yeah. hardest part when you're a county footballer. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. It's that. like a boxer in camp, isn't it? It's yeah. Killing time, the boredom of it. Yeah, killing time. It's bit like I'm a I suppose a secondary school teacher, and I have three months. But for those three months, I'm sitting there looking at the clock till training comes. So it's a, it's a long period of time, and that's what that was a big decision and why I kind of stepped away from it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose you're you're taking up other sports though. I think I seen you playing basketball last year, or. Was that year before? Not not playing, maybe coaching. Coaching a bit, <laughs> getting involved. Never was you never called. had the height for no. it, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and you're taking up golf as well. Ah, that's a that's a pastime. It's all all yeah. pastime, but you're enjoying that anyway. Just briefly about Castle Rahan, everything going well. Disappointment, obviously, last year not getting over the line, but you's are showing that you're you're capable of winning a championship. Will this year be the year? Yeah, um, I suppose looking back on last year, we 
we, we probably should have should have taken that game. Um, we were in in pole position at half time, and a few little errors kind of in the second half, and Kingsford got the goal, and they got their nose in front, and we're probably a little bit too late coming back. Um, but this year, yeah, uh, I suppose training away, and it, it's it's nice to be back kind of club training. It's it's a way more relaxed approach than than what you'd be used to. Um, but we we we'll give it our best, yeah. Yeah, how's at the same time I'd imagine club football is it's no no walk in the park either, like the preparation that goes into it. No, 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 it's it's, it's definitely improved. Yeah, it's massively improved. Um like the, the uh, they all want to be in good good condition as well, so they're all doing their the small bit of gym work and the, we do obviously conditioning in training and trainings are obviously they are tough, yeah. yeah. Um it's just a more relaxed kind of you, you wouldn't be stressing going to training. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't be worried like, is is am I gonna lose my position here now tonight if I train bad or um, it's it's kind of easier on the brain, I suppose, and easier on the mind. Yeah, yeah. How's the new care Kerry man working out for you? Uh, he's he's been quiet so far. He's he's played maybe one or two games, but yeah, he, uh, he a little injury and a few things. Kind of, he, he's been away from the team for a while, but he, he'll be back. I say, yeah, he'll be back. He's enough to push us over the line. So the the, the wise money goes on Castle Rahan, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, put your money on there. <laughs> I, did, I did that last year. <laughs> So we're looking ahead, obviously, to the uh, Ulster Senior Championship semi-final this coming Sunday in St. Chirnox Park in Clonus. Cavan taking on Tyrone uh, for the third time this year, looking to bridge a or sorry a twenty thirty-three year gap in Cavan beating Tyrone in Championship. Paul, you know what chances do you give us to to bridge that gap? Um, it's, it's, I think it's a very hard game to call. I, I, I think that. Tyrone are probably being a bit overrated at the minute on on the basis of what they've done. Like, you know, coming off in last year's championship, okay, they went to the semi-final, but they beat, they lost to Donegal, they beat Sligo, Tipperary, Mead and Limerick, I think it was, and then beat Monaghan in a quarter-final. You know, that CV in, in any other era wouldn't mark you out as a top-four team, especially when they were doing it from, from outside the top flight mm-hmm. this year as well. And yet, they're being talked about as fourth or fifth favourites for the All-Ireland. Or even some people are saying they're the only team that can beat Tyrone. So or I, Dublin, which, or sorry, we could beat Dublin. Yeah. So, I I think it, it's a sign that probably the field isn't that deep at the minute. There's a lot of traditionally strong counties that aren't at their best. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to evaluate how good Tyrone are. But on the other hand, it's very hard to evaluate how good Cavan are because Cavan haven't beaten anyone really of note yet in this sort of mini revival that we've had over the last couple of months. So it's very very tough game to evaluate. Yeah, Ronan, you've been a spectator this year. How, how have you? Seen the Cavan progress, like, do you think that they've improved this year on on the previous couple of years? Uh, yeah, I, I think the this was the personnel we have this year is has definitely helped us. Um, we've we've got way way bigger size um, with David inside, and we've we've Michael and, and we've Groge. We've, that's three lads at six foot three, six foot four, six foot five. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have the small lads like me, the five foot seven <laughs> lads running around the place, but. It gives us totally different options. We're a hard team to deal with because we have that long, long ball option now, and I think that'll be vital against Throne on on Sunday. If we, if we can get an angle ball to to David, um, and it has to be an angle ball so he can actually rise up as he did against Armagh, he will catch it. He will, and he will catch it against um, Ronan McNamee as well. And, and Colin Cavanagh will be on the near side for trying yeah. to do the sweeping job. So if we get an angle ball to to David, I think that's our our, our key to getting inside them. Yeah, because yeah, we're going to need a goal like. If you look at last year, Tyrone conceded one goal against Donegal, then they had five clean sheets in a row in the Championship, another clean sheet against Derry this year, so there are six in a row that haven't conceded a goal in Championship. We've played them in two McKenna Cup finals, a league game and a league final, haven't scored a goal in any of those four games. So like, you'd imagine it's going to be tough to win without a goal, Ronan. 
Yeah, I, I think I, I do think a goal is going to be needed, um, and I think David is 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 the key to get that. Uh, but it, again, it has to be an angle ball. It has to it has to give him the chance to to get up. And once he catches the ball, then they're going to be turning their backs, kind of running back in towards that. And either he, he can take it on the turn himself, or he might have Shawnee come around the corner of him. It just gives us a, a different option if we if we can get inside them. But the problem is is getting inside them, and it has to be an angle ball to get inside them. You, you, you'll struggle to run through them. Yeah. <clears throat> Do we have the foot passers to deliver that? I suppose Conor Mina is a great man to deliver a ball in. Yeah, I suppose um, we we do. Yeah, we we definitely do. We have we've Martin on the left. We have uh, Connor Mina. We have Shawnee actually put in the pass for David the last day against Armagh. Um, we've we've Keen. We do have passes the ball. We they just need to have a, a small a second or two time to pinpoint where they want to put it. Now, hopefully, Tyrone will allow us that small bit of time to do that. Do yeah. that. Um, because that's that's the most important thing is is putting the ball where where it needs to land, um, and Armagh gave us loads of time to do it. I'm unsure. I don't think Tyrone will give us as much. I think we'll be we'll be struggling to get that time. Yeah, Tyrone. Just thinking back in memory to the league final, while Colm Kavanagh and Tiernan McCann rushed back to get into the sweeper positions in front of our full forward line, they still created a lot of pressure in the middle toward so that you couldn't break at speed. You couldn't just run through. Armagh seemed to. Just everybody torn retreat when we got the ball, and while they were retreating, we were capable of either running it by them or kicking it over them as they were running back. So it was—I don't think Tyrone will be that naive to to just commit everybody to run back. It'll be it'll be systematic in the way that they stop you from delivering that kick pass in, so that they can get their sweeper set up, face the face the ball that's out the field in front of them, and then defend with big numbers back in that area. Then, so it's going to be it's going to be difficult. But Michael Hannon writes in the column this week in the Anglo South, absolutely brilliant column again, and he's he states that you know systems generally are beaten second or the third time round by a team that's capable of beating them the, the question Ronan now is you know are Cavan will they have learned enough from the league final of Tyrone's system to go out and be able to beat them now it's definitely an advantage that definitely because you've seen what, what they do now, now you can plan to try and counteract what they do and, and, and what works best against that um, we, we also seen in the league final that Darren McVitie was well able to break the line. He, he could he could beat the first man. The problem was he hadn't any support come with him, and then he ran into into traffic. So, if hopefully we've learned when we went to Portugal that when Dara gets the ball, it, we kind of know he's going to break the first line. So you have to take the chance and go with him. So he needs two or three runners. The minute he gets the ball, going with it, sure. going alongside him. So if, when he goes past the first fellow, he has an option either side of him, or he can continue on himself. But he has those options. Whereas in Crow Park, poor Dara was kind of left on his own when he when he broke the first line. Yeah, yeah, and he got a, he probably got a bad rap for that because people were saying McFeed he was bringing the ball into contact, but sure, like he he was he was taking his chance. You know, you can't blame a fellow for taking a chance and trying something. Yeah, and we're, I suppose we're lucky as well, Sunday that well, well, I don't know the team, but I, I'm, I'm presuming that Keane will be playing, and he's well able to do the exact same thing as Dara. He can he can beat that first man, but again, he needs to have lads come with him, and, and hopefully, hopefully the lads will have learned that. So that's that's two different things that's going to probably work for us: an angle ball from maybe 40, 35, 40 yards across pit across the field to David. And also then if, if Darren Keane can break the line and we can get runners come alongside them. Yeah, it will be very hard. It, it'll be great to see Cavan because they are two massive assets that we have in, in our attacking armour. 
we have speed in McVitie, Mackey and a few others and then you've got the aerial attributes of David Givney inside and even argue so and maybe even grow at, at certain stages in it just in case other people haven't heard the Cavan team it lines out with Raymond Galligan in goals the full back line is Pork Faulkner Killian Clark Rory Dunn half back line is Fergal Flanagan Connor Mina and Niall Murray in the middle of the field it's Tomas Core and Michael Argue half forward line Darren McVitie Gerard McKiernan and Martin Riley and the full forward line is David Givney Kean Mackey and Shawnee Johnson Paul would you see it lining out in those particular positions no I, I don't actually Damien I know they lined out roughly more or less in those positions the last day Garage, um went to midfield I think Faulkner came out the last day to the half back line but I think we'd see more changes than that the rumour going around is that Killian Clark might come out to the middle of the field to pick up one of those Tyrone runners maybe Matty Donnelly or someone like that maybe they'd put him on Peter Hart or or even Tiernan McCann, someone like that, one of those Tyrone fellas that's, that's going to be up and down the field all day, Like we're going to need someone to counteract that. And I would like to see Killian Clark released out the field because I think that athleticism, that's the buzzword that everyone mm. uses now in football, but I think he has that. And I think I think he's one of the players that we have that would make any team in the country, uh, maybe along with the likes of Garage, because he, he has that athleticism. It's probably something you can't coach. So like I'd, I'd say Tyrone would be more comfortable if Killian was full-back than if he was out the field because he's going to... As Alex Ferguson used to say about Paul's goals, he'd run around and drop hand grenades and cause cause bother everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he will. He'll be he'll make a nuisance of himself. He will surely. Whereas at the back, you know, you're not going to get him on as much ball, and he has his own job to do back there. I'd rather see him out there. I don't know. Will, there could be a personnel change. Would they, would they take a chance and throw Keating in there? Maybe instead of Michael Argue or something like that, just mix it up that way, or maybe throw. Um, personally, thought maybe Niall Murray didn't have his best game the last day, even though he. He had some great games in the league, but he might, maybe they'll make, they'll make a change there. It's hard to know exactly what they're going to do, but I do think they're going to have to change it up because you know I think that's the same fifteen that played in the league final. If I'm if I'm right in saying, or very close to it. And I, back in, I think no, oh, and, in, yeah. and Buchanan wasn't in. I think there's there's three or four changes actually. There's there's three in the back line anyway because you've Jason McLaughlin, Kieran Brady, and Killian Brady all start oh, in the league complete, final. Completely different. Then you have Buchanan <laughs> in the middle of the field, and uh, and then. Who didn't start? Sorry, and Key and Mackey's not there. So there's four, there's four changes to the team. So you're close enough. Like it's uh, <laughs> terrible by you, Paul. <laughs> but no, it's it is it's it's very close. The only change from there's no change from the the Armagh game. It's but it, barring personnel, as in there, there's no change in personnel formations. There will be change, I'd imagine. We seen Garoud line out running in the middle of the field against Armagh. Mickey Hart was sitting in front of me, so it's it's no surprise. Do you expect them to line out there again? Yeah, yeah, I do. I think that was kind of, I suppose, that was aimed at, at Tyrone um, because against Tyrone the last day, Aidan McCrory picked him up from centre half uh, forward, and he just stayed with him no matter where he went. I suppose when Garoud goes to midfield, Tyrone have a dilemma: do we put a man marker on him in that position? Do we put Colin Cavanagh and let him drop back? It, it just changes there. They have to if they are going to put a man marker on him. And yet, play Colin Cavan at midfield. They're going to have to have some some form of communication, a really good form of communication. Um, so, what what happens, Roland, if if Mickey Hart decides, for example, that that uh, let's <coughs> say, for example, Tiernan McCann is going to pick up Groves of Kerner, but Cavan decide that they're putting them on Colin Cavanagh? We remember there was a hurling match a few years ago, and you saw that where the four fellas end up following each other around because they're they're deciding we're going to mark him and you're going to mark him. What happens there? Like, does, who who blinks first there? The, the, I, I would say, yeah, it does. Uh, I would say Groge because he's not a man marker. 
but uh, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't be used to following anyone around. Um, I, I think I- even if Colin Kavanagh marks Groach for kickouts, that that somebody like Aidan McCrory will start at centre half forward, or sorry, wing half forward for Tyrone, and maybe leave the likes of Conor Minor or Killian Brady or Kieran Brady or whoever is half back, leave them be and go. Once the ball hits the ground, man mark Groach. Um, I, I would not be surprised at all, and they'll concede our, our half back to. For that kind of for that reason, so, so they'll be happy to leave our half back line in possession of the ball to sacrifice, basically draw on the battleground. We'll dictate where we're going to take his on. You, you can have as much ball in the half back line, Calvin, as you want, but when you bring it up, that's when we're going to dictate. Yeah, well, positions don't mean much to Tyrone really because they're all comfortable footballers and, and they kind of put pressure on you from about just outside the forty-five, maybe but. 10 meters, 15 meters outside the 45. So it really only starts at midfield anyway. Yeah. Um, but when that pressure comes on, then it doesn't matter where you play, really, because if, if you're in the vicinity of the ball and they're there, they're going to pressure you. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll swarm. Yeah. As, as, as like a lot, of, a lot of people that are analysing the game the same way as we analysed it probably 15 years ago. Like, and, you know, looking at a programme here in front of me, the teams aren't lying out like that anymore, are they? No. Like no, no one's going to play in those those formations. There won't be one team in Ireland will play. I the three, one three, 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 two, three, 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 three. I don't. I think that's no, completely. And gone. not even at club level. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the game has has totally evolved. Um, you have to be a, a comfortable player on the ball pretty much for every single position because, as we've seen, Jason McLaughlin, Parik Faulkner, Killian Clark, them all them lads, they get within twenty yards of the goals, and a lot of them Score. have shots. And it, it's a it's a it's a full team kind of. Everyone needs to be able to play football now. Yeah, it, it 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 is very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to watch uh, how Cavan deal with the full forward line threat that Tyrone brought in the National League final. They scored one eleven, um, one ten from open play against Derry. They got two five, so just three sixteen in the space of two games. Who do you see being the man markers running to go in and do that job? Maybe taking. Well, it's hard to know if the rumor is true on Killian Clark whether he'll stay with Sean Cavan or not, or will he come out the field. Uh, personally, I would leave him with, with Sean Cavan. I, I just think he, that he's he's suited and he can punish Sean Cavan going the other way because Sean is especially this year is kind of yeah. he's dropping back. So and obviously he's he's older, so it's going to be harder on him. But Killian's athleticism, if he if he can run him every time that he drops back and and really put put him on on the back foot, I think it might might actually suit us. Um, Conor McAllister and Ron O'Neill, we've Roy Dunn and and Parry Faulkner there, and I'm sure them lads are, are well able to do the job. I thought actually the last day the more of the problem was created from the runners coming and maybe giving easy passes to the inside line. So if we can stop them a little bit further out, I think our full back line should be fine. It was just that they were coming through the middle of us and Peter Hart, Tierney McCann, them lads were just relentless, kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. And the passes that Ron O'Neill and Conor McAllister got, they were all lovely passes. The goal, the pass for the goal, like, yeah. like he couldn't have... He, he might as well give him a knife and fork with it. It was, it was absolutely perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Killing Clark could do nothing about it. Like... Imagine your wedding day with unparalleled service, commanding views and mature grounds on one of Ireland's most beautiful family-run countryside estates. Located on our private shores of Loch Sheelan, Crover House Hotel in Cavan offers a personal service to each couple. A limited number of 2016 wedding packages are still available. Call 049-8540-206 today. Our unique location for your unique occasion. Crover House Hotel. Brady's Arva Limited. Main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. 
a family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. But how do Cavs stop them coming through the middle like that? Well, I suppose we we drop back too, but we need to apply some kind of pressure initially. If I suppose it starts at when we have the ball. When we have the ball, we have to make sure that we either get a score off it or the ball goes dead. And if it doesn't, I know it sounds cynical, but we really have to apply some kind of pressure up front where even if it means you have to create a foul, just to slow it down ever so slightly so that we can actually get back and get set up. Because I think the last day, when we got turned over, they ran at us and they ran at us and they ran at us. And it wasn't the full backlands fault. I know there's one eleven score there, but you wouldn't come out thinking the full backing were terrible yeah, because yeah. they weren't to be fair to them yeah yeah, it's quite interesting alright actually because talking to Terry Highland during the week uh, for Northern Sound I made the point again about the full forward line and he had the exact same response as you that it was more about the supply and about how quick they turned over and transitioned to get from defence to attack that we weren't creating pressure out the field so it's it's important that we, we do that the other point being I think after the the uh, Armagh game Marty Morris he was interviewing Killian Clark and he was saying how Stephen Campbell was a fine footballer and Killian was saying yeah well I thought I had the better of him um, I'm loosely fra- or, uh, quoting him but he basically said that when the supply improved for Stephen Campbell Stephen came into the game and which when you look back on it it's probably right some of the passes that were given into Stefan Campbell were, were very very good in the Armagh game that found you'd have, to, you'd have to worry about that Damien because you know they they scored fourteen points. Like they were poor, our man. Fairness, fairly poor. Like and yeah. they scored fourteen points, missed a penalty and a fourteen yard free, which was scored probably ninety percent of the time. And ordinarily, they would have got one fifteen. You'd have to look at that and say that's it's a lot to be leaking. And we also let, let him one seventeen the game before that. Now I know you know if we, if, if we'd have missed our penalty and they scored their pen, they scored their penalty. That was only a three point or a two point game again. So. Like I definitely think Cavan need to need to tighten up at the back. That they're going to definitely, I think overall it's going to have to be an improvement in performance to beat their own, uh, particularly at the back. I don't think the, the level of performance from Armagh would be enough. Yeah, when you've been playing during the as Joe Brawley called it the Black Death era, Ronan, what was it something that was basically told? Listen, we're going to defend. We're going to defend. This is our priority. You know, or was there? The same emphasis maybe on, on attacking, but we just hadn't the quality or the big men maybe up front. Um, no, no, I suppose our, our initial thing was defending, to be honest, uh, Damien. Um, but as Paul alluded to there a few minutes ago, we, we now have a small issue in our defence. So although we've got way, way better at attacking, mm. we might have kind of jinxed ourselves in, in our defence. But we're a little bit open, I, I, would, I would feel personally, um, we're a little bit open when teams turn us over. Uh, and uh, Killian has a, a valid point that like Stephen Campbell had oceans of space, mm. and the ball that was played in was 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 perfect, perfect ball. Like it's very hard to mark any, if, even if Killian was marking a club footballer, if if he was allowed that amount of time and space in the ball, he would struggle with him. Like let's be realistic about it. So we we need to make sure that although we're we're really 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 improved in our attacking, that we we still defend. We have to defend first. Well, not defend first, but we we have to defend. So we have to get stops around the middle. We have to slow them up. 
Um, and, and Mossy is, is vital to that, but Mossy can't do that on his own. And he does oceans of work, but he, he needs help, especially in that middle area. Yeah, yeah and Cav, I thought the Cavan lineup that changed for the championship match, like it did look a little bit more defensive. Like Fergal Flanagan came into it, who would be known as a, more of a stopper, and Rory, Rory Dunn, who was a fullback betrayed. And Niall Murray, who's become a, a defender, like he, he seems to be your, your middle toward defender. The man who goes and, and picks up the, the most influential maybe half forward or, or even maybe a deep half back that, that comes up the field. Because like. we were sitting here, Damien, before the, the Armagh game and we were kind of grumbling about the team that was picked for the Armagh game and saying that, you know, Hope Cavan aren't going back to type and playing overly defensive yeah. here. When we yeah. saw that, they, you know, they're bringing in, nothing, nothing against the lads, but it looked like they were maybe taking a more defensive outlook. And then now we are sitting here saying they're, they're not defensive. <laughs> well, well, not that they're not defensive, but like, that day, Fergal Flanagan played cornerback. Yeah. So he played cornerback. He has no choice. He just follows wherever the man goes. He has to pick him up. Roy Dunn played cornerback. So the two lads that come in, and they obviously are extremely defensive, but they come into the, the defender's part, which is the full back line. It, the, only, the problem that I'm seeing is the, is the turnover. Is, is when we get turned over, are we getting back and are we applying enough pressure on that way back? And I, I would say no at the moment. Oh, and yeah. hopefully that has changed and if that changes that'll cause Tone serious problems because they rely on their counter-attack yeah. and they rely on that fast break so if we can get if Mossy and the lads can get stops around the middle and get turnovers in that area then we're laughing but we need to make sure that we get stops yeah very yeah, early absolutely. on just to give you the uh, Tyrone team in goals they have Michael O'Neill um, and it's interesting actually they have Niall Morgan on the bench I heard he played a club game for um, outfield up in Tyrone during the week or maybe two weeks ago so it's not an injury thing Michael O'Neill seems to have taken the number one spot in Tyrone the full back line is Aidan McCrory uh, Ronan McNamee and Cahill McCarn half back line Tiernan McCann Niall Sludden and Peter Hart in the middle of the field it's Colm Kavanagh and Matty Donnelly half forward line is Colm McShane Mark Bradley and Richard Donnelly and the full forward line is Conor McCallisky Sean Kavanagh and Ronan O'Neill so it's um it's pretty much the same team, Bar. There's two changes from the team that we played in the in the league. Um, Cahill McShane comes in and Richard Donnelly comes in and the two half-backs, Justin McMahon and uh, Rory, Rory Brennan, are out from, from the league final. So it's not, not as much changes as Cavan. No, no, it's not. Um, I suppose Richard Donnelly and, and um, Peter Hart are, are two, two good footballers. But Justin McMahon was out the last day to do a job, Michael Argyon. I suppose if if Justin's not there the next day, then I'm sure Michael will will prevail because Michael is six foot five and Justin I suppose is six foot two or three. Do Tyrone have a fella to to early man, mm-hmm. mark Michael? That could be an area we could exploit where we could maybe drift Michael into f- towards full forward if he's on a smaller player, and he he, he, sh- he should be yeah. Able to have and, and it was quite interesting actually that Justin McMahon was drafted in for that specific role. I, is it even possible that Cavan play a double bluff here? You never know. Uh, either start argue, and if they don't start McMahon, you have advantage. Or if they go and start McMahon with the particular task of stop and argue, and all of a sudden you've somebody else in on on Justin McMahon, like a Key and Mackey or or a Jack Brady or somebody like that, that that could tear him apart with speed. Then you know you you have great opportunity there. Yeah, I, again, the mo- the modern day, there's no way to own. We're going to let Justin McMahon pick up Key and Mackey. Uh, Jack Brady, any of those kind of lads. If he has to, he'll he'll go towards Mossy. He'll go towards Garage. He'll go towards Give, David Givney. I'm right. He'll be going towards the lads who are suitable to him. It, it just doesn't happen anymore. That where there's a mismatch here, and this is going to work. Like the people, there's way too much homework been done. Way too much analysis. There'll be lads 
picked out uh, to mark certain lads and if, you, if they're not there this is your second lad and this is your third lad it'll and be lined out that detail that's the homework they'll, both teams will have done that's bad, yeah. which, which, which brings us on to something we were talking about the last day Damien I'd be interested to get your thoughts on this Ronan I made the point to Damien the last day that um, before Cavan played Armagh there, was, there were a few people tipping Armagh and the main reason they seemed to be tipping Armagh was because Cavan had hammered them in the league and people were saying oh there'd be a big kick in Armagh you know so I, I was making the point that it's only in football or football in Hurland that um, that where, where a team hammers another team let's say in a league game or a tournament game or something that it's almost a negative for the winning team because that's going back to the era where you could bang a table and motivate the lads and say look they walked it over us the last day and I made the point that that, that day is gone now because teams are too well prepared and you, you can't catch them on the hop like that and we, we've seen that because Derry, Tyrone have beaten Derry five times this year and the question is is that ominous for Cavan because Tyrone have beaten us twice this year as well? I, I do agree with you um, because the game has gone so, so, so it was professional and tactical and, and the game is analysed to the, the nth degree um, that them kind of things don't really happen anymore. I'm not saying it can't happen because obviously Kilishandra beat you last year. And, 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 and deservedly so. Well, deservedly so. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it, it, it is possible, I suppose, maybe we, so we, we, we tactically maybe kind of changed a few things that maybe suited us better. Yeah. It wasn't down to hammer and tables that we beat Kilishandra. Yeah. It, maybe just a few little changes in Declan McCarran, obviously, he was a massive player, and Tomas is, is a massive player for Kilishandra too. So, as you say, it's the homework that's been done now is, is winning games. Mm-hmm. And Tyrone have, have really good players, they have better players than Derry, and they would have done their homework inside out. So, usually they will come out on top, yeah. Um, let, well, I just think that from the league final, that I think some of our players can improve. I, I think that Garage can improve, and I think that the introduction of Keane, um we now know that an angle ball should suit us. Hopefully, we have two lads who can break the line from um, from uh, Dar McVitie and Keane Mackey. Uh, we also know that we we have Martin Riley as a kickout option now, which maybe we didn't know before this. So yeah. we we've definitely improved. Um, the question is, have we improved enough? Ho- hopefully, we have. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I suppose it's a good position to be in, coming into it. Where you've had a championship-like game, a trophy up up for grabs, live on TV. It's as closest to a championship game as you could have against them. So it's a great position to be in. Whereas, I know I'm going to contradict my earlier point, but if we had beaten them in the league final, they probably would have learned a little bit more about us. Whereas I think they have shown their hand. The question is, uh, can we exploit it? Yeah, they've definitely shown their hand, and they've shown it to everybody. And they're just kind of saying, "Okay, come beat us now." So mm. we know we, we like. It's not going to be a surprise on on uh, on Sunday what Tyrone do. No. Um, hopefully, we will have one or two little surprises. With not 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 as if they're surprises, but if we can create them, if we can create the angle ball that that's hanging lovely for David. If we can, if Dara breaks the line and if Keane breaks the line, that they have two or three. If they've Groge on the left hand side, maybe and Michael Argue or Tony Johnson on the right hand side, that they have options. That they're not left isolated. Um, that our kick out from from Raymond, if if he can, again he can vary it so much that he's hitting Martin, he's hitting Mossy, he's hitting Groge. If we can use a load of different players, if we can chip them short, this is all new to Tyrone because we didn't use Martin Riley in his kick outs in, in the league final. So I know they've seen it against Armagh, but they haven't played against it. It's yeah. different seeing mm-hmm. it and playing against it. Yeah, they were, actually they were saying that I think it was maybe Michael Hannah's column was it that you know. It's it, you can watch it as often as you want, but until you play against a system, you don't really understand how it's working, and, and you can't judge how to how to beat the system the next time. And Cavan have that advantage. Well, Hannan made a point that the, the the team in the history of football that probably played most rigidly to a system was Donegal under McGuinness. 
and they beat everyone in that era. They beat Dublin, Kerry, Cork, Mayo, um, Mayo who were the best, the four best teams at the time. But Hannan made the point that they didn't beat them the second time around they played them. Like Mayo got their own back on Donegal after Dublin beat them. Actually, in Dublin December haven't played them since 2014, but the, um, Kerry came back and beat them. You know, the teams didn't beat them generally second time around when they played them. So that is bound to give hope for for Cavan. You know that they've, Cavan have been exposed to it now and should definitely should come on a little bit. The other thing was, I definitely thought Cavan were flat in the final. In, in it came so soon after getting promotion, like years trying to to get back to Division One, twenty twenty odd years trying to get into Division One, and Cavan scaled that mountain and had to kind of come down from that and get back up for for the Tyrone game. Whereas Tyrone were promoted with two games to spare and their old hands are playing in Crow Park. Like, I, surely that was worth a couple of points to Tyrone. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was. And I think Crow Park, it, is, it suits Tyrone because they are really, really good, good players. They have open spaces when they do turn over the ball. Um, I know they have to mark, obviously, bigger spaces too, but they're, they're very, very good players on the ball and they're comfortable on the ball and they're used to the surroundings. I think actually Clonus will suit, suit us better. It's maybe not as long. It is wide, but it, it's not as long. And if we can use the width of that pitch, if we can spread them out and if we can get Martin on our left touchline and Keane on our right touchline and wh- or whoever's on the touchline really and get the ball out to them uh, I can't see the Throne lads pushing the whole way out to the, the touchline like it's quite a wide pitch so that could be the chance where we get the pa- chance to get the angle ball in Yeah. so if, if we can move the ball fast 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 and then get it to either Martin or Keane or somebody in that posi- general position inside the 45 who can play the angle ball across yeah, it gives opportunity. It's funny, I was listening to Off the Ball last night and Enda McGinley was on with James Horn, but he made the same point that uh, Tyrone love Crow Park. They don't necessarily love Clonus in the same way. They haven't had the the traditional success in Clonus the way they have in Crow Park. Like So he was saying that if this game was in Crow Park, I'd be 100% confident we'd beat Cavan. The fact that it's in Clonus, I still think we'd beat Cavan, but... I do think it's it's a, it's a bit of a disadvantage for Tyrone. Whereas, but then talking to Darren McVitie during the week, he's never played in Clonus, you know. So there are probably a number of Cavan players, particularly who came through that under twenty one success, that never played in Clonus. Really, we played there two years ago. Sorry, three years ago, two thousand and thirteen against Monaghan was the last time I think, if I'm right, yeah, and, you're right, and yeah, beaten yeah. by Monaghan that day. So there's not particularly fond memories of Clonus for Cavan either. So it's hard to know which is the advantage. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's true. It isn't coming new to the likes of Dara and the, the young, younger lads, but I think they'll relish the, the chance that they'll be fine. It's just another pitch, really. But um, I just think that the Crow Park is, is has this aura. It's, it's a massive stadium. And they're so used to it. If, if you were going out there for the first time, it is, it is daunting, to be fair. Like, you're looking around, you're seeing this massive stadium. You can imagine it just packed... Yeah. Uh, and if the other team are on song, they're going to just tear, tear into you straight away. So you need to be on your game. Yeah. 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 In hindsight, Cam probably didn't do too bad in that league final. You know? There no, was definitely extenuating. I thought services. they did quite well. Like the, There was a lot of positives to be taken out of it. Like If, if we can improve on the, on the few little things, I think their kick-out, if we can get onto Throne's kick-out, um, especially if we have Groge midfield and they have Colin Cavan on Groge, for the kick-outs only, obviously, but if, if, we, can, if we can win the ball from that position, we're in a super attack because they don't have their men back. Yeah, uh, and, and it's hopefully again it's something that we focused on. Can we exploit their kick out? Can can we identify where the ball is going to land? Can we have our lads in that area to pick it up? And what follows that? And get get the attack basically get the shot away before they get their chance to bring in their two sweepers. Exactly on that situation. Yeah, it, it's yeah. It, it's a chance where we we can go with them one for one. So every man should be 
should be on, on their own man. I don't think Tyrone necessarily play an automatic sweeper. He doesn't sit there. He comes from, from midfield back mm-hmm. in, in the general play. So it's definitely a chance for us if if we can can exploit that. That's a very, very interesting point. All right. I suppose the only thing left to do is to get the predictions. We'll start with the old hand, Paul. What do you think? Oh, how am I the old hand? <laughs> <laughs> You've been predicting it longer than most of us. Yeah, yeah, predicting it wrong. Um, <laughs> I think you've kind of talked me around a little bit, Rowan. All week I've been saying to people that I, that I, I don't think that we win it. Um, it's hard to know. Like I do like the look of, of the Tyrone team. I think Mickey Hart has done a good job with them again. Like he's built another t- another good team. There's five sets of brothers on that on that panel. Just looking through it, and you know, there's a lot to be said for a, lo- a few mm. sets of brothers on a panel. We see it in Cavan all the time in club football, like Sagarna and Mullahorn winning championships of a real close knit bunch. I think he, he's weeded out a few of the fellas who were maybe um, negative influences on the group and f- fellas who were tweeting about not getting in game time and all that stuff. He's got rid of all that, and now they're definitely all pulling together. And I think he has them unified, and there's an awful lot to be said for that. On the other side of it, Cavan have all those things as well. And I think Cavan are equally as motivated, if not more. They're unified. And if you actually broke it down, if you were to pick an all-star team between Cavan and Tyrone, you know, it'd be 8-7 one way or the other. There wouldn't be much in it. Like, I do think that 7 or 8 of our lads would make their team and vice versa. So it's not like we're relying on one or two stars and they're better in loads of other positions. Like, if you look at when Cavan Gales were on top in Cavan, to bring it back to Cavan again, they had quality in all, every position. Other teams were probably struggling a wee bit and if the, the Gales could blot out two or three of your best players they could overrun you with, with the quality they had in other positions I don't think that situation's in play now at the minute I think Cavan are as good as Tyrone in, in most positions that said um, look at it I think it is make or break for Cavan at this stage Like this is their big opportunity now they've been a good few years on the go like, they have to claim a scalp um, you know, if they're not ready to claim the scalp now, it's going to be it's going to be a setback. Regardless if they go on and do well in the qualifiers, I think it's going to be a setback because um, it's a tantalising time as a cabin supporter because you don't know how good they are really. And every every Sunday brings in another game and another. It widens the scope of of um, that you have to judge the team on. So you know we'll know on Sunday really where they're at. And I I just think it's a lot of dancing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dancing around the answer. Okay, um, I just think that they're going to come up really short. Maybe a draw or Tyrone to win by, by maybe a point. I just have a feeling that we won't get over the line this Sunday. Ronan, um, I appreciate how good Tyrone are, and they are really, really good. And, and even if if we do beat them Sunday, they're probably going to go a long way. Um, but I just have a feeling that that our week away after after I'm beaten by them and. I think all the work that hopefully has gone in in Portugal and all the analysis of Tyrone, I think we were always looking beyond Armagh. I think we were always looking to, to the Tyrone game. I hope that that work is, will, will, work, will work on Sunday, and I, I have a feeling it will. I have a feeling that if we can get Keane, if we can get Dara breaking lines, if we can get mm. angle balls into David with Shawnee coming around off him, um, if we can get Garoge powering from midfield, and if we can exploit their kick-out, there's loads of things that, that we can improve on uh, from the from the league final, if if we can do those things, I think that the cabin will win. Yeah, very good, very good. It's it's going to be very very interesting. The bookies have it that Tyrone are, are two to five, Cavan five to two, and the draw is seventeen to two. So 
the bookies have Cavan as, as big outsiders really or, or as close to big outsiders as you can get um, it's, it's going to be an absolutely brilliant occasion it's uh, it's going to be a packed house I think somebody said in excess of 20,000 they're expecting oh, in Clonus I'd say more it'd be 25,000 plus what's just a final question on it uh, Ronan before we finish up what's it like going out onto stadium like Clonus 25, 30,000 Cavan supporters roaring on or even your day in Crow Park your, your couple of days against London against Kerry you know what's that like as a as a young man going out wearing that blue jersey yeah it, it's, a, it's a brilliant feeling um, and, and I suppose most of our lads will have experienced it coming through the, min- the minor ranks and that that that, that makes them so much easier because I remember the first day you got playing your minor championship football and the crowd the massive crowd the noise and you're like oh, this, is, this is so different right. but you kind of just get used to it then and although there will be maybe 20 whatever thousand in Clonus it won't make any difference to the lads really uh, they, they'll obviously hear the support when the balls go over the bar and that kind of stuff but it, the number of people in, in the stadium doesn't really matter that much they'll be so focused on, on their game plan that it, it probably won't come into effect at all Does the support help in any way at all when you see the Irish fans over in over in France at the minute and how good they are and, and how vocal they are during game you know are there moments during a game when a good loud roar from a uh, hundred or two hundred Cavan supporters shouting your name or chanting your name would it help would it lift you I don't know about ch- chanting your name in particular but I think when especially when when, when, we, when Cavan get turnovers uh, if, the, if the noise level is raised then it just puts a seed of doubt into Throne's head that maybe this is not for us maybe Cavan are, are ready for us today and if we can get get behind the team especially when we get turnovers and we get scores turnovers in particular especially yeah. if we get turnovers against our own you want to be nailing it home to them and nailing it home to their supporters and their team that we mean business really yeah, it's it's like what Mickey Hannon, the nutty professor, as I call him, he <laughs> analyzes everything so much as you know, Ronan. But he 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 was talking about the benefit of home advantage, where you've got three quarters of the crowd or whatever are your own, and he he reckons that some studies have shown, and you might know this as well, that that you can get a five percent increase in in your power output playing in front of your home crowd. This is Hannon. He probably said five point two one percent. He says you can get that because you're energized by it. Yeah, I'm. I'm I would agree with the, I don't know about the, the actual power output. <laughs> I never looked into any studies on it, but <laughs> it, it it's definitely true because if you look at the NBA, which is uh, the, the basketball in America, if you're at home, you're nearly guaranteed you're going to win unless, unless you're a bad team. But uh, if like Cleveland against the Golden State Warriors, they're playing in Game Six last night of the NBA, and and they beat them, even though probably Golden State maybe are a, a better team. But I'm sure that the crowd energy every time the ball goes in the basket or every time they get a turnover, the crowd is they're raising the roof. And there's only a few handful of Golden State hanging around there trying to support their team. So they're not getting as much support. It definitely has to help your adrenaline levels and it has to help you. Yeah, there's a transform or a transformation of energy from the, the supporters onto the, the player, players, yeah. def, definitely from the cheering. So I'm pumped. The, I'm pumped now. I'm going for, the, I'm going the, for a run or something. The, mes- <laughs> the message is come early and come loudly, as loudly as you possibly can. The clone is on, on Sunday. So, look, thanks very much to Paul Fitzpatrick, as always, and to Ronan Flanagan. Absolutely brilliant insight. I think Michael Hannon's in trouble here. We could have a, a regular, regular <laughs> uh, pundit here on the We Are Cavan GA podcast. So, throw in is at two o'clock in St. Chernock's Park on Clonus. We want to wish the Cavan boys and the management the very very best of luck and please do come out support bring your Furuzelas is that what they were called down in South Africa bring anything at all that's going to make noise from me Damien Dunhu thanks a million for listening
Do you need insurance for your business? Why not contact the experts at BBI Ireland and join the winning team situated at Town Hall Street, Cavan. For all your property, farm and business needs, make BBI Ireland your first choice. Log on to bbiireland.ie or contact Anthony Ford or Desi Smith in Cavan on 049 433 Looking for somewhere for a post-match point to catch up on the crack and discuss the game? Why not call into Michael Mooney at the Sleeve Ross Bar, College Street in Cavan Town? The Sleeve Ross is famed for its warm, friendly atmosphere and great points. So drop into Michael and staff today. You won't be disappointed. Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. <laughs> 